Welcome to the Ask Rita Show. I'll be talking today with Rita Harrison, the foremost authority and the developer of the Willow System. And today we're going to answer an anonymous question from our listeners that are all over the world. My name is Amberly Coulson, and let's get started. Today's question is, I am suffering with always having to be perfect. What can I do about it? I think it's a very popular oh, one. I resonate <laughs> with that question. I think perfectionism has a lot to do, it can have to do with a lot of things. So let's see how we can narrow that down in a podcast of 20 minutes. The first thing that comes up for me is the experience in the private session shows that the people have a lack of self-confidence. So when they don't feel their own quality, they want to produce quantity or a certain picture about themselves. You know, when they feel they're not worthy or good enough in how they are as a person with all the good and with all the bad that comes with being a human being Mm -hmm. then they very often try to invent a persona about themselves and about others and about situations how it should be yes so as it is is actually trapped in a very negative judgment and in a very idealized and sometimes even over the top expectation how things should be in order to be okay we're not even talking about perfect because very often people when when i ask them what is perfect then they give me a picture of life a picture of a relationship of themselves that is unreachable it's unattainable and i think especially in the western world because i don't know how it is for the listeners who listen from the Eastern countries. So especially in the Western world, I think we are bombarded with an outside picture and image, advertisement, commercials, movies, where the unattainable life is actually presented to us as something normal. So let's say we have role models out there. They can be from the movie industry, they can be from the health industry or authors that are popular or cooks that are popular. All those kind of people out there, they are presented with their best side. You know, we don't know what happens when we close the door and they are weak. Yeah, when the women have their PMS, their <laughs> menstruation stuff going on, or the men have a bad day with whatever happened to them. And we, we are all of this. So I think we have an illusion about what is perfect and what is attainable. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes, yes. So you're saying that our, one of the ways that we can get caught up in perfectionism or suffer is from having unrealistic expectations about ourselves and about people around us, but it goes beyond that, that our society can create these unimat- like unattainable ideals, such yes. as wanting to be yes. fame or... Yes. So, for example, I was brought up very Eastern at the beginning of my life because I come from the East. Just as an example, and I know a lot of people who are also from the East. Let's say from Eastern USSR at that time, Mm -hmm. and not Southeast Asia or so. I'm not talking about that kind of East. So we were brought up in a way 
that we knew everything that was going on somehow. You know, when someone died, we were mourning together. Mm-hmm. When there were, was bad news, we went through it together. Of course, my parents protected me to a certain extent from certain situations, but they did not uh, protect me from negative emotions or from negative news or having to deal with heavy stuff. You know, when a diagnosis comes in, oh, your father has cancer or something like that, or your grandmother will be dead in a week. I actually even saw it as a child when I was 11 years old, when we went to the hospital. I looked at my grandmother and I told to my mom, I told my mom, she won't come home. And that was true. So, you know, there was an innate instinct, and I think we all have that, no matter where we come from. As a child... When we're very young, we have an innate instinct about life and that life takes place in circles and in cycles and in loops where it goes up and down. And all of this is a part of life. Mm -hmm. And when I feel miserable, it's not less perfect than I'm at all time high. And so I think what I experienced then with my students you know that were in the class with me my Mm co-students and then later with my clients and students from the school that I was teaching is that they didn't have the same experience they were actually very often protected from uncomfortable emotions from uncomfortable news Mm -hmm. and from frustration and fear. And on the other side, I see that a lot, that in the commercials, it's all about fear. Yeah. It's really a very dangerous mixture. So I can imagine that in our limbic system, in our brain, in our emotional system, in the nervous system that protects us, and also is responsible for coping with negative emotions, you know, there's an all-time alert Uh, where our system doesn't go down anymore and doesn't distinguish good from bad so much anymore. Are you talking about when our body's like fight or flight response? Yes, that's you know about that already. So for the listeners who know, don't know about that, yes, absolutely, where the adrenals are exhausted, where we are in a constant stress, no matter if we actually are in a real stress in this moment or where our body is frozen and stuck in a constant fear fight and flight mechanism. So I mention this because I think it's related to perfectionism. I think perfectionism shows us that we can only allow one side of the medallion. Every medallion has two sides. That means when I'm a very shining person, when I radiate and you know when I'm seen, when I'm on stage and People love me for my light and for my glow that I have. Um, Then they also might have to cope with the dark side that I bring with me. There is a saying where there is a lot of light, there is a lot of darkness too. But the dark side is the other side of the medallion. The dark side is not not perfect. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think because we're not brought up in an integrated environment, for whatever reasons, we don't learn 
to cope with how life gives us chances, lessons to learn, choices, how life gives us a high and a low, how life lets us make so-called mistakes that might be actually no mistakes because a lot of very good developments uh, that we have in science and medicine were actually uh, found because somebody made a mistake and all of a sudden we found something that was even better. Mm -hmm. And evolution worked like that. So life in the Western world doesn't give us that foundation that this is all okay. Mm -hmm. And this is actually already perfect in itself. So what we then tend to do, we develop a program inside us. I call it program, mm -hmm. you know, or a self-judgment and a judgment of others in situations that is constantly um, dismissing the negative or the so-called negative mm -hmm. or when we are low. Mm -hmm. You can see it in the commercials. Take those tablets, you know, so that you yes. can function as you always function, even though you don't, because this is how we need you as a perfect mother, yes. you know, there, or as a perfect father. There are those commercials. Yeah, there is no time out for parents. Yes. You know? So the children learn there is no time out for parents. I didn't, I wasn't brought up with that. My parents were sick and they were healthy and they were strong and they were weak. So you saw all sides. Yes, I saw all sides and that allowed me to embrace and to develop compassion and empathy for myself with those sides, you know. I'm not talking about me per se when I say me. I mean that kind of upbringing, mm -hmm. yeah. Versus when you're always confronted with the, the people who drug themselves and they are, uh, or they have no conflicts, they have no doubts, mm -hmm. this is unnatural. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And the drugs only you know, appear a part of a good solution, but they make it actually worse because at the end they will break down and find out, wait a second, that was a big lie that was presented to me. I felt down one day and I felt like, oh my God, I'm in the bottom of my life mm -hmm. and I actually needed time to mm -hmm. mourn about that or to be sad or to be angry mm -hmm. or whatever it is that comes with it. And when I can allow myself to feel that emotion as well as being the best that you are and that are, you are that and even faster when you allow yourself to go through this versus when we want to avoid the negative, it knocks at the door or so-called negative, mm -hmm. you know, it comes back a thousandfold and makes us feel sick about ourselves. We have bad relationships because we let somebody else pay the price for our discontent with ourselves or with life or with the illusion everybody else can, why can't I? Not knowing that nobody else actually can. Right. You know, right. it's just a, a picture. It's just a, it is a lie, a story that is presented in a very one-sided way. Yes. Yeah, because you don't, you don't see those all-time power people when they lie at home 
in front of their fire and they stare into the fire for two days after they had one for uh, one day of performance mm-hmm. yeah they might need a whole week off even nobody talks about it so when you feel you need that you feel you're not perfect enough yes or you're needy and yes. it's way it's way beyond that it's being being a human person and having natural needs that need to be addressed and saturated and then we go and we are all that we can be instead of that role that we try to put ourselves in other situations how a relationship should be to be perfect mm-hmm. or how you as a daughter should be or somebody as a as a son should be to be perfect or we are always nagging our parents that they are not perfect yeah they can't be and I also deserve that something else comes with it I call it Peter Pan syndrome plus because the normal Peter Pan syndrome is when we don't want to grow up yes the plus part is (laughs) (laughs) that um, when I don't grow up then I never have to feel all that I am yeah. Both the good and the bad. Yeah, because when I see, when I made a decision, a choice that was not so good, and I, but I didn't know that it yes. was not so good. I needed to make that decision and go through an experience. And that experience, that's the plus, that helps me to have more discernment. Yeah, yes. discernment. Assertiveness, life, life experience. boundaries, yeah, mm-hmm. because people have no boundaries anymore either, mm-hmm. or they are such assholes, you know, yeah. that they have too much boundaries. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Entitlement, self-entitlement. Yes. And this is all connected, yeah, because it's either black or white and yeah. not all the colors anymore, yeah? Yeah. So, and I think that's a, a, a widespread syndrome, disease, yeah? yeah. And... The people can always blame, you know, something, the pharma industry for taking too many tablets or the school for uh, for the students to be too stupid, you yeah. know, and whatever. But we don't notice how we participate, you know, each single one of us in maintaining such a reality yeah. and really believe that this is the truth right? versus, you know, stepping back a little bit and wait a second you right. know when i'm only successful when yeah. i'm always this monster yeah. of a person there's something wrong right so what p- most people do is they think there's something wrong with them instead instead with that picture yes what's wrong with that i picture? just had an aha moment very good what is it <laughs> we are well, all interested <laughs> well you've said a variety of things and uh, and it sounds like beyond just self-compassion and also self-awareness but to recognize it's almost like you have to constantly take responsibility for what you're saying, the Peter Pan plus syndrome, what am, what am I doing? What am I not doing? You know, how am I, how are my actions having a consequence both to myself and other people? But I never, the aha was what expectation am I striving for? Or what image am I going after that is not necessarily reality or totally, you know, and then people say, Oh, practice self-love, practice self-love. You know, how can I ever practice self-love when I don't, 
integrate in my time in life, no matter if I work or not, that should yes. be reality. Yes. Because I take myself everywhere, wherever yes. I go. When I don't integrate time to get to know myself, when I'm so busy chasing a role, chasing uh, an unnatural state, you know, I don't get to know myself. And self-love is the key, of course, but how do you get there? By getting to know yourself. Because as soon as you get to know yourself, you find out, oh my God, this is inside me, you know, wow, that is actually a big deal. Yeah. And I had no idea because I was so busy. Right. And everybody says that I'm so busy yeah, with what? Right. With that bullshit in the head, you know, the self-talk all the time. Yeah. You could save 23 hours a day if you didn't have that self-talk. But yeah. how can you, I mean, yes, in theory, <laughs> but when the self-talk is, you've spent, if someone has spent so many years with that... Um, tape playing their own self tape mm -hmm. to to detangle all of those stories that aren't true. What are other ways? So someone could be very aware that they're a perfectionist or that they continue to struggle with mm -hmm. similar things that are under this huge umbrella of perfectionism. Yeah. What are ways to kind of get to that those deeper wounds that may be blocking you from? So uh, there are two different kinds of things. One is a very general thing for the podcast people, mm -hmm. you know, that they can start to ask themselves, how can I get to know me in this situation while I'm listening? Got it. While I'm That's doing my job. Question. How, how can, can I, I get, get to, to know me? me? In a private session, which we do on Skype and the telephone and so on, people get the service that I tailor it to them really because very often there are so many layers of root causes or also solutions underneath and it's never how it looks like so that I test it out and with other techniques that I use in the session so that we see what is their specific recipe, secret recipe to overcome that. Because for you it might be totally different than for your boyfriend or so, or for me, you know. So that's very important to find that out through certain dialoguing questions, kinesiology, you know, then certain techniques from family dynamics and so on. So that they sometimes there are things that they can't do by themselves, no matter how good they are, so that they can do what they do well anyway and add and complement what they can't do by themselves because they are too close. And then that's my job and that goes quite fast, you know, to point that out, to mirror it back and then we make a solution together. Or very often even more than one. I'm uh, speechless because I <laughs> am processing how to... Uh, I'm already planning when I'm going to come to my next <laughs> session with Rita Harrison. That is extremely helpful for someone who is... Who I personally struggle from perfectionism, so I find carving out more time for mm -hmm. for myself and to allow more space for yeah how can i get to know me or yeah. what do i that's get great, to that's know the about question. myself how can I get, mm -hmm. while i'm actually doing what i'm doing yes it's actually a very meditative approach yeah like a little monk or guru yeah but you're not on the top of the mountain hill um you're in the middle of your life 
Yeah. Yes. And this can be integrated. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to find out more or if you have a question, please don't hesitate to contact us. The email address is info at willowforyou.com. That's I-N-F-O at W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four and the letter U.com. You can also visit the webpage willowforyou.com as well. Until next time. The show was produced by Polly Harrison. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time when we talk about health, healing, and happiness.